brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. Hello and welcome to this episode of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, where everything good in life is worth discussing. As always, we are the best thing on at 2 a.m. This is a one-hour show that has accidentally been entertaining on the odd occasion. We are still banned from the local pool and the ball pit at Chuck E. Cheese. And hey, the management hey, at, well, Chuck E. Cheese loves us. Not after you got in that ball pit, they didn't. <laughs> Those balls went places they're not supposed to go. And the management at the mall asked us not to come back after that Easter Bunny episode, but we don't like to talk about that, do well, we, Maury? I, in our Thank defense, you. You're welcome. We are of an age where we see a little cotton tail. You know. It's the only tail you're going to see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is Maid Man Bob, and joining me today are Maid Man Brent. Uh, thanks, Bob. It's, uh, I came down in the basement. It looked like I walked into a white elephant bazaar with this kind of lineup we have today. Well, whatever white elephant bazaar is, I don't know. <laughs> it's I know it's damp down here in the basement. So. And we got Made Man Maury. Good morning, Bob. Love the basement today. The aroma is just over the top. It's extra damp. So Moist. And good old boy, Justin. <laughs> good morning, Bob. I'm glad I brought my hip waiters today. And good old boy, Harmy. As they say in the vernacular, Bob, yeehaw. Yeehaw. He'd last precisely eight <laughs> seconds in Alabama. You know? Eight seconds tops. You know, we'd never see him again. If we ever get tired of him, that's all oh. we gotta do. Hey, get in the car, I've we're going to I got protective camouflage. I hang out with Yeah, the you're with all you're you're there with all your family and all that. Yeah. I'm I'm talking like out in the sticks where you if don't If they have didn't protection. have guns, I wouldn't be coming back. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, <clears throat> our show is sponsored in part. Oh, wait, sorry. Got ahead of myself. Brett Moore and myself are with the Bourbon Mafia. The Bourbon Mafia is a nonprofit organization composed of bourbon enthusiasts and industry professionals. With representation in eight states, our members combine a love of bourbon with a passion for charitable work. The group uses their love of our native spirit to raise money for local and national charities and through rare bottle auctions and other themed events. You can check them out on Facebook at The Bourbon Mafia. And our show is sponsored in part also by Cooper's uh, Fine Spirits in Cooper City, Florida, <laughs> home of the not yet reconnected enigmatic machines. They're being serviced as we which speak. Which eventually, if they get hooked back up, will serve great wines, whiskeys, and other spirits by the glass. You can find them at www.finespirits.net or www.facebook.com slash finespirits. Thank you, Wink Martindale. Which is going to come first, the machines working or the show being put on the air? <laughs> <laughs> no, the show, show, will show be on the, the show will definitely be on the air before that. You know. yeah, this is now, if you're asking like when the show is going to be funny, in our new space, space the landlord <laughs> neglected to uh, put the proper plumbing in, so it's being redone. It's oh, funny. well. Hmm. Well, our show is also sponsored in part by the Fort Lauderdale Whiskey Society. To find out more about the society and their events, you can visit them at ftlws.com. And our segments are all about wine, distilled spirits, tea, coffee, and pretty much everything in life that is worth discussing. Um, today's show, though, is going to be an odds and ends show. 
Icon. You're old enough to remember. Of course. Yeah. Who can, Who doesn't know the odd couple? Yeah, yeah well, you're Felix Unger, so... <laughs> Well, the, Thank you. The, the, the you be going with, older than I am. So yeah. we're going to be uh, discussing a bunch of different stuff. There is no theme. That is the theme. So because uh, sometimes you know we'll get we'll get different samples in from dis- different distilleries all over the world as things come in. Hey, we've got this new one. You know, one new expression. Okay, and I've got to sit there and figure out how to fit that into it. And eventually, we get a big box full of stuff, and none of it relates to anything. And hence, that's where we come up with the odds and ends show. It's like a Sanford and Son show. I miss that. So what does that do with the White Elephant Bazaar? What's going on here? <laughs> Fred Sanford used to sell that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm coming, Elizabeth. <laughs> I'm coming to get you. All right. Well, to, the whiskeys that we have today are Old Forester Rye, Woodford Reserve Rye, Bardstown Bourbon Company, Pfeiffer Pavit Reserve, Paul John Kanya, Glenmorangie Alta, and the Westland Cast Exchange Black Laven Brewery. So, wow, that you 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 lost the ability to say R or yeah. just pronounce R. The whiskey yeah. is good. Yeah, it's good. The whiskey is good. So let's have you. My head's all stopped up. So let's uh, let's have uh, Harm tell us all about our sips ratings. Well, thank you, Bob. I appreciate you the intro. Uh, my name's Good Old Boy Harmy, and I'm here to tell you about our sips ratings. Our uh, first rating, of course, is. One sip. Give me a glass of water to wash out my mouth. Two sips. Nice. But what else do you have? Well, isn't that nice? Three sips. Hmm. Interesting. What was that again? Interesting. Four sips. Let's keep this a secret to ourselves. Pour me another. That's classified. Five sips. Oh my. I was unaware anything could be this good. Oh I'm just not feeling the performance. I got a shiver in my leg right now. Can we get the drunken leprechaun back? <laughs> I just, yeah, I'm just... I'm, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not feeling it. Was I perving out too much for you guys? Well, hold on. What do you think, Schultz? I know nothing. Nothing. He knows nothing. So, (laughs) all right. So we're going to be going to our first whiskey, and we're going to have Maury tell us a little bit about this one. Thank you, Bob. The first expression today will be the Old Forester Straight Rye Whiskey at 100 proof, or 50% ABV. It is a non-age statement product. The rye whiskey is a new expression to Old Forester line and was crafted by master distiller Chris Morris and master taster Jackie Zykan. The rye was inspired by a historic recipe for Normandy rye, a brand which was acquired by Brown Foreman in 1940. The mash bill for this expression is 65% rye, 20% malted barley, and 15% corn. It is the first new mash bill at Old Forester in nearly 150 years. Such a high proportion of barley allows for a fully natural fermentation process, foregoing the need for artificial enzymes commonly found in high rye mash bills. This expression was made to play well on its own as well as in a cocktail. I was really surprised at this mash bill, Maury. I I expected more corn, right? Yeah, Yeah. well, I always like to. I I mean, I'm so used to it. I love. Are you Maury? Love the 95 knife. I said Maury, Brent. Yeah. I can answer for Maury once in a while. (laughs) 
Yes, you, Harm. I somebody agree. has to answer for him because he's not used to answering <laughs> for not, himself. Not, so we usually don't ask for Maury's opinion. <laughs> See, that's his friend. He knows what he has to do. He has to talk for him, and and it just you know, if you ask him to actually talk, he's going to be confused. I know. That's right. Now it's Justin who's be confused. It's, it's a lovely color. It's <laughs> got a beautiful. Go young. Okay, come on. Beautiful mahogany color. It's got a wonderful nose with some floral notes, some citrus, some brown sugar. Um, on the palate, it's got a lovely viscosity, a nice mouthfeel. I get so some black WD-40. pepper, cinnamon, baking spices, apple pie. Uh, it's really just a beautifully made whiskey. We're just, we're just digesting that. Frankly, this is the first whiskey I tasted today. And um, at first, I found it off-putting. But as it sat in the glass, that aroma just got better and better. And yeah. And when I and again the very first sip I had today, you know after midnight it's a brand new day. So, um, it was, it was, seemed very bitter. I don't know. That's just maybe me. Think maybe something I'd had for dinner. Yeah, it's definitely you. Yes, everything is bitter for a guy whose life is nothing but bitter. Mister Bitter, (laughs) bitter party of twelve. Black like my heart. No, anyway, it was. You'd have to have one. It was not. It was. It wasn't my cup of tea. But as it sat in the glass and. I, uh, you know, I, I had some bread or something to cleanse my palate. Came back to it. It's freaking gorgeous. That everything you said about it, Maury, about the nose was there. Yeah, I didn't really get to the tell you about the finish, but I'm curious as to your thoughts. I thought it was a nice dry finish. I thought it was medium to long. It's got a little pepper, a little pine, a little lemon note. I just really thought that it was uh, beautifully made and uh, very impressive for their first uh, high rye mash bill. Nice. I, I didn't get the pine. Maury, did you get pine? I did. I didn't, I, get, Brent. I, didn't See, get, I, I didn't get pine. I, I called him Maury because he right. answers you. I answered for, I answered <laughs> for him. No, I didn't get that. I got, I, you know, I love the nose on this. You know, besides the, you know, I got a lot of vanilla and I got a lot of citrus in this as well. Um, I got more flowers. So you got flower. a lot more flowers in it? There's definitely a hint of vanilla, but there's definitely a lot of flowers. Yeah. And the, uh, you know, on the on the palate, I got oranges. And then and with the finish, I got a little hint of tobacco and that little warm, that worn leather on the finish that was more mid palate for me i didn't it didn't come on, like, on didn't the finish. come on the finish didn't come on. yeah and i got do we have more of that may, may i there's a little bit more of it Please. yes you know they have Here. doctors who can cure that and stuff but yeah you didn't but, come on but, the finish yeah we have a urologist here bob, i know that bob it's too early for those jokes so this is a family show. It's never too We're, early. It's a family liquor show. Yeah, but yeah, I got that tobacco and that, and that worn leather on it, you know, but it's a dry finish. Charlie it is a dry finish. And it's, Ritter, but that it's a beautiful yeah. drinker. Justin, what about you? I got the uh, leather notes on the nose, on the palate. I it thought was, we agreed not to ask Justin any questions today. <laughs> it was nice and peppery. Thank you. It's been nice hearing from you today, Justin. <laughs> Thank you, Justin. And I got sweet caramel, and the finish was really nice. What's amazing about this spirit is you can get a liter of it for $23. This is an insane bargain. value. It's a value. Insane. It's definitely a, oh, it's great. Oh, this is, I didn't know If you're on a budget, this, this is the rye for you. That's if you're not, not on, on a budget, it's still a rye for you. They, they, I've never even seen it. It's not on the shelf in Florida? No. Total no. Wine um, had it. When? Did it? I bought it a couple of weeks ago. Seriously. Oh, 23 for a liter. My guys from Brown Foreman came by. They haven't told me anything about this yet. They don't like you. Yeah, exactly. They're shoving everything they can in my store, man. Exactly. I got a brand new I got a you brand know? new store. They're trying to put everything in from their brands in there. It's crazy. All right. Well, I'm getting brown sugar. I'm definitely getting the floral notes. I get it on the uh, slight hint of like citrusy lemon on the nose. 
and then on the palate, I got I'm, more orange. Like I'm Brent definitely did. getting black pepper and cinnamon. It's it's mm. like Maury said. It's like a it's like an apple pie. Yeah, I know in their official tasting notes they have dill, but I don't see it. I don't but, see any dill. So we're giving this one four sips. Yeah. That's classified. And we're back, and we are doing the odds and ends show. So it's a bunch of stuff in our grab bag. So we had just done the Old Forester Rye, which we gave four sips. Uh, really great expression, especially for the money. I mean, for the money, oh, you can't beat that. Oh, it's a bargain. That's it's like mean, the old. It's like yeah. the seven-year-old Ezra that we did yeah. at yeah. the end of the yeah. year. Yep. Again, for the money. Yeah, no. that's what I'm looking for. You can always just, throw money at a problem and overspend, but finding something really great for a reasonable price rare. is hard. Just get yeah, four rare. of them, throw them in your cabinet, and you know they're going to yeah. hear this. Yeah. 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 Get your bottle. That seven-year-old Ezra went away because that price was too good. Yeah. You can't get it anymore. Uh, yeah. Well, they also were kind enough to uh, send with a sample, and, and they've done this before. They Old Forester has a line of cocktail supplies, bitters and syrups and things like that. So. When the uh, press box came, it had the bottle in there, but it also had in uh, their Grandiflora uh, cocktail mixer syrup. So Jackie Zykan um, is the one who came up with this recipe. So it's uh, who's Jackie? She is the master, master taster, taster for Woodford Reserve and Old Forester. You would think you might say something like that in the radio show. Still waiting for did. my application yeah, to it be was reviewed. It was we were in, in the, the bathroom. So yeah, yeah. So. We've don't, used this old forester. Don't 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 draw the veil back. This is all magic. They don't mm-hmm. know I left. So we've used the. Uh, no, one second thought. No, I created the cocktail. <laughs> you were the cocktail. <laughs> I'm not nearly as talented as her, and I sure don't look as good as her. So you know, look it wasn't at, me. Look at that beautiful uh, garnish on the glass, though. Isn't it nice? So we use the old forester rye and the Grand Forest syrup to mix up what they call their number five revival cocktail, which is, and I'll give you the recipe. It's an ounce of the old forester rye. So you're already starting out pretty good. An ounce of Pim's number one cup. And anybody that has ever been to Wimbledon knows what that is. Um, a half ounce of the Old Forester Grandiflora syrup, shaken over ice, strained into a glass, and then garnished with lemon, lime, orange, whatever, and topped with uh, ginger ale or some lemon, lime soda. So that's the one we just sort of threw in. It wasn't in the list, but they were so kind to send us the syrup, I figured we'd give it a shot. So. Thank you for making the cocktail, Bob. You did a great job. I think it's very well balanced. It's a beautiful Excellent. drinker. I, I wish I could take credit for it. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm always, there's, there's I'm always looking Jackie for Jackie has uh, that job. I mean, she's pimps. an extremely talented woman, but there's a reason she has that job. She's damn good at what she does. Nice. So, you know, she's good at what she does for Brown Foreman. She was good when she was, you know, running different cocktail bars. Yeah, she's she's talented as hell. So yeah. anything that she came up with, I'm pretty sure is going to be on on the ball. Yeah. And my half, half-ass attempt at it, yeah, I like this. Yep. It's sweet, but it's not too yeah, sweet. Nice. You know, so you well, can easily, easily. We made, we, I only, I made two batches, you know, two cocktails and split it up and we're drinking it out of a Gwen Care glass, which is not really ideal. And it probably needs a little bit more ginger ale and it needs to be, it know, needs straight, to be on a nice, it needs big to be over ice. ice. Yeah. So it, in this concept, it's really I, I, good. I think you did a good job, Bob. Don't, don't sell yourself short. And of course, you started with her cocktail, but this is really nice. I, I, everyone, go out and buy some Pim's Cup Number One and get some Old Forester Rye. Yeah, let's do this. Yeah, I don't where you get the Grand Flora syrup, but I want to see if I'm trying 
try to carry that stuff myself. Old Forester uh, has talk, it, right? Talk to the yeah. guys at Brown Foreman. Yeah. yeah, they have they have their own lines of syrups and bitters. I actually have the bitters um, that they sent me with a different sample. We haven't gotten to that one yet. Um, but mm-hmm. all the all the cocktail supplies we've tried so far have been really good. So. Yeah, Woodford's got a nice uh, selection of some cocktail stuff as well. I had some of it's under the Woodford. My salespeople are falling the down on their job. They've never even approached me with their cocktail syrups or anything like that or bitters. The old Farsers only got a couple. Like Woodford's got a broader line. They've got some cherries. They've definitely got some bitters. Mm-hmm. And they've got some syrups. Well, they wanted to bring it to them, but they looked at him and they said, "And once again, there you go." All right, <laughs> so only, we're going to go to our next. I carry the bitter truth right now from Germany. <laughs> the best stuff. So we're going to go to our next whiskey, and we're going to have Brett give us a little bit of information about it. So take it away, Brett. Thanks, Bob. This is the Woodford Reserve Rye Whiskey, a 90.4 proof or 45.2% ABV. And this math this has been working out for you. Look at you. Non-age state. And I know that math is like the greatest thing. It's more like the reading because it's right there on this page. It's right there on the page. So uh, this... Talk New about expression. ruining the magic. People out there think he's getting better at his math. <laughs> I ripped the bail away. <laughs> Don't mess with the man behind the curtain, damn it. <laughs> this, yeah, this new expression from Woodford Reserve has a mash bill of 53% rye, 14% malt, and 33% corn. That's a more traditional mash bill for, for a, uh, a rye. No, I like the, I, I mean, I my rye mash bill, I like a 95.5. It's just a straight 95.5. That's five. just MGP, man. Come on. So what? It's a nice one. It's a, it's a it's nice gone, one. It goes really well. To blend with others. So, like other Woodford whiskeys, this is a blend of two whiskeys, one made in their column still at their plant in chivalry, and the other made in the copper. Yeah, exactly. Shively. I'm the one that can't. I'm the one that can't pronounce. Don't forget that. It's made. It's made by Prince Valiant. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) And the other ones in their uh, copper, their copper pot stills at the Woodford Reserve Distillery in Versailles. 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 I said Versailles. It's yeah, Versailles. Yes, in Paris, it's Versailles. Versailles in Paris. Versailles. But in Kentucky, exactly. it's Versailles. If you call it Versailles, Versailles, I know you're not from around there, boy. I know that. I'm not from Lewis. Oh, there's, not, there's, a, there's a New Delhi, Georgia, but it's Delhi. I'm not <laughs> I'm not from Lewisville. <laughs> well, there's I a, lived on a street in Philadelphia called Delhi Street. Near where my grandparents yeah. lived and my great-great-grandparents lived, there's a town called Kaiser. It's spelled C-A-E-S-E-R. Like <laughs> yeah. Caesar. Yeah. You know, no, it's Kaiser. <laughs> so, you know. Oh, geez. What do you want? So, all right, tell us about it, man. What well, okay. So the color of this, this is a nice, nice copper penny color. It's got the, um, it's got some, the rye notes, but it's with the black pepper, and I got a little bit of butterscotch. So I got some um, pears uh, and bananas and apples on the on the uh, on the nose. Yeah, the bananas really. The bananas. Stuck. This is what I. Yeah, that's when I get to the finish. Um, but the but the on the palate, some clove, molasses, I got honey. And then the bananas just the bananas and the malt just really kick in, and they go to the finish, and they get a little bit of add a little bit of white pepper on that, and it just the uh, and the whole finish is just finished to that. But I reminds me so much of bananas. I mean, it's oh yeah, yeah, like bananas, banana. Yeah, see that that's usually off putting for me. I'm just, I'm not I'm because I'm allergic to bananas. They don't do anything but make my mouth tingle or burn. But I don't like that banana in. In uh, Irish whiskey, I don't like that banana when I get in some scotches. But here, because it's it's so well balanced with these other flavors you're talking about, I don't mind it. It's just nice. Yeah, I it was a little bit it was a little bit too mild for me. 
You know, when I think of a rye, when I want I something think as a rye, you got spoiled by that first rye. No, well, it, there's no, no question no. that the old Forester rye upstages this yeah. one at half the price and twice the flavor. It uh, yeah. When I think of a rye, I want something bold and spicy. I want like a, I want that rye bread. I don't want that wheat bread. I want the rye bread. When I, I know exactly that. what you want, but, but I think Woodford's going for a more approachable right, rye well, the, that they want marketing. Right? Yeah, they, 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 they want something in the middle. In a certain way, they're going to make that rye. You can't always get what you want. They want something in the middle. They want something that's that's a little bit less spicy for some. Of the people you hear that, that gentlemen, we want entry. you to go bolder. Don't this go is, for the mediocre. Well, no, this is more like an entry level rye. Which yeah. rye is good for cocktails? It's not something I don't I know. I disagree. Straight. I think that the old Forester rye is going to be a better cocktail. Yeah, really? I like it's the spice. Yeah, I haven't made it yet. I love it on its own. I mean, I, I'm not de- denigrating the cocktail that Jackie came up with, but yeah. the. But the flavor by itself, I no, don't no, know. I think that. it's great, but I think you need a bolder rye in a cocktail. When you put a mushy rye in a cocktail, it gets lost. It's, you're, it's right, very you're right. Very much. Oh so yes, lost. I love. The I old don't want to agree with you, Maury. Stop. T- stop saying stuff. Make <laughs> me agree with you. <laughs> so, what did you think about it, Mister Happy? I, I I liked it. I mean, I think I think it was definitely upstaged by the by the old Forester. Um, I've had it many times. I think it's a very nice rye. It's well made. Uh, it's got all the flavors that you guys have discussed. Um, I think it's not a great cocktail rye in that it gets lost in the cocktail. But on its own, it's pleasant. There's no flaws. I think, it's I well think Justin was saying cocktail rye because he didn't like it by itself. Is that it, Justin? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Correct. But and, I understand your perspective. But, uh, but again, on the price, uh, the other one is half the price and, and twice as nice. So, Justin? So I found that right out of the bottle. Didn't make a single yo mama joke. (laughs) I didn't love this, but after it gave it some air, it improved. I got like a solid rye bread note on the nose, like a traditional rye. Um, It's peppery, but it wasn't super complex. The finish was a little flat, but with air, it got some and short. It got some notes. It was it was okay. Yeah, well, like a, yeah, like a lot of the rice that was, I, you know, I feel like black pepper, and I think this one, I felt like it was white pepper, like a toned down pepper, like Denny's pepper. Yeah, which stale, stale pepper? Stale <laughs> pepper. I mean, on the nose, you definitely you get the you get the pepper, um, you get the caramel, you get a little bit of pear. The banana really comes forward, and an almond, almost a toasted almond on it. But on the palate. Did For somebody me, say marzipan at all? I've no, but it does have some marzipan. Yeah. I think that's the almond you're getting. It's more yeah. marzipan, yeah. sweet almonds, exactly. Yeah. So on the palate, you know, it it it's got the rye notes. Obviously, it's got a hint of mint. It's got molasses. It's got a creamy sort of mouthfeel for me, um, and I definitely pick up apples and bananas on it. I mean, you know, a well-made rye. Absolutely. Everything you said is right, except that creamy mouthfeel. I don't get the creaminess. Yeah, I'm getting no, it's it. It's a slight creaminess. It's got a nice viscosity. It's got a nice, nice stuff up yeah. there, so that might be it. Um, but, you know, a well-made a well-made product. And, uh, you know, I think they're I think they're doing a good thing with this one. So we're going to be... Uh, we're going to be rating the old uh, the old Forester, the Woodford Reserve Rye, three sips. Interesting. You know, Bob, I probably could have brought the uh, Woodford uh, malt whiskey today. It would have been nice uh, alongside the rye, but we've got a lot of expressions. Yeah, to go we got we, we got, got too plenty much. to get through. So, all right, so that brings us up to our next whiskey. So we're going to be talking about that. It's the Bardstown Bourbon Company's Pfeiffer Pavit Reserve. It's 107 proof, 53.5. Uh, Bardstown Bourbon Company has rapidly made a name for themselves as a go-to custom contract distiller. 
making distillate for a large number of labels. And because of the current boom, they have been in expansion mode almost since the first day that they opened. After several years of making products for others, they're finally making some of their own expressions or their own label. And some are from source whiskey and some are from their own distillate. Uh, the Pfeiffer Pavit Reserve is the first release from what they call their collaborative series. It was made with a nine-year-old Tennessee whiskey sourced from George, George Nickel. Um, the mash bill was 84 corn, 8 rye, and 8 malted barley. And the whiskey was 110.2 proof, or 55.1 ABV, before it was finished for 19 months in Pfeiffer Pavit Reserve Cabernet Sauvignon barrels. Um, I was just up there for... Uh, for the media bus tour uh, for Bourbon Classic, and they took us. We went through. I reached out to the uh, one of the people that owns it, who actually lives down here in Florida, and he was kind enough to set up a, a special media tour for us. And let me tell you, that place is absolutely beautiful, and they are just in constant expansion mode. You I didn't mean, take any of us with you, Bob. They are running. You didn't take any of us. Why well, don't like you? We're sitting right here. We're sitting right here in front of you, Bob. I don't like it. So, you know, <laughs> so we went there and let me tell you, they're running 24 seven. I think wow. they've doubled capacity twice since the day they opened and they could probably double it again and fill all the orders. They were making, uh, they were making distillate for, con yeah, I mean, there's a huge whiteboard. They're very upfront about what they're doing for some of the clients. Some have a non-compete or a non-disclosure, but most don't. And they had five or six different brands listed on that whiteboard that they had going at any one given time. So smart business plan. You know, if you start out your own distillery, you got to sit there for the longest time trying to operate and have money go out, but nothing come in. They start up, they've got people paying them to make distillate for them. And they're very good about custom recipes. You're not, you're not just buying, okay, we make bulk and you're buying what we have. They will use your yeast, your your mash, literally every down to the nth degree of what you want. And yeah. every that's amazing. Well, don't they, they, that have, really is amazing. they have what over fifty different mash bills that they're making, right? Oh yeah, more than fifty. There are uh, more than fifty yeah. mash bills. I think, and they think, have, I think they have fifty different yeasts that they've used so far. The that's different crazy. number of yeasts. I mean, but it's it's a I mean, they large number of both. To make sure I don't think that it was it that high, yours exactly the way that you want yeah. it. I mean, they pressure steam the entire system out, fermenters everything, so you don't get so any every, cross there's no cross contamination. I was going to ask yeah, you I mean, about that. That's great. It's 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 really really impressive what they're doing there. What's going to happen is something like serendipity. Somebody's going to mix up something. I was assuming because you, if you're, you're you've got a, a, a an operation like that, sometimes barrels get mixed, batches get mixed, and there's cross contamination. I think a lot of times when you see the oops things coming out, I'm not so sure. You, you don't think you don't believe those oops, are, are real? Know. Oh, we accidentally dumped a bunch of rye into this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure you did. Everything is so automated and so computer controlled. That's these days. Yeah. I mean, when you go, yeah, and but. But they have, they're not from the old days. You know, yeah. they're a new company. So they've been technologically advanced since day one. So right. I mean, you can go into some rickhouses and they don't just have, you know, a map showing what they have there. They don't just have barcodes on the barrels. They have RFID mounted in the barcodes on the barrels. So, you know, you can literally hit a button like the guy from UPS and hit a button and look and it'll give you, you know, on your little digital readout, here's what's in this rickhouse. And it said with RFID, it's like, you know, the mo movements of everything. Exactly. So, I mean, so. it's, it's pretty impressed, but uh, this one we got to try when we were up there. I, I don't did believe you pick it's this out for us to taste or did, did they send this to you? No, I tasted it when I was there. Uh -huh. So they, they, they had gotten the final bottling done. The bottles are beautiful and beautiful presentation. Um, but we got to try it while we were there along with some other projects they're working on that are their own labels that are getting ready to come out over the next probably 12 to 18 months um this one 
is really lovely. Um, on the nose, I'm getting caramel and oak, I'm getting some vanilla. I get a good, I get a good bit of chocolate, like dark chocolate. And on the palate, hold on. Hmm. So far, he's not lied to any of us. I'm getting oak. I'm getting raspberries, blackberries. I'm getting the raisins. That's raspberries is a stretch. The the uh, the little bit of uh, grapiness to it from the wine. Um, black cherries. I definitely get a little bit of tobacco and leather on the back end. I mean, it's a lovely whiskey. I mean, it really is. They've you know. They is there started, a bigger bottle? Where is the bottle of that stuff? They started that is a, tiny. Yeah, I know. Oh. I'm happy to get what I can get, man. Uh, I'll show you a picture. I mean, the the bottles that they have it, you know, for the the regular 750s are really pretty. But uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to this one coming out. I, th I think they're doing really great yes, things. It's there. not here yet. Thank you it's, again. It's Thanks very again, exciting. Bob. Yeah, something you we have can't it. get. Something we can't get. Another like, unobtainable unicorn. Well, you know what? <laughs> Give me that damn glass back. You're right. You can't have it. You got that attitude. <laughs> I will turn this I will car cut around, Mister. I will turn this car around, and yeah. we will call this vacation off. Oh, wow. So what do you think, Brett? Okay, the first thing I. Normally, when somebody's using a, a Dickel product, a, you know, Dickel bourbon to, you know, the, and they're finishing it off, almost yeah. all the time, you say, you know, as soon as you take yeah. a drink of it, you that's say, Dickel. oh, my yeah. God, that's Dickel. That's that corn. That's that Dickel. That's, yeah. you know, you and, the, and some this. people just love that, you know, is but this, when, this, this one here, regular uh, mash bill, though? this is a this is one of the regular mash bills. Yeah. Yes. Eighty four percent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Eight, eight, eighty four, eight and eight. Yes. That's a regular mash bill. And it's usually. You can usually that corn usually comes through, yeah. But with this, what they've done with the with the finish of this is they've made it. it was, they've made it very nice where the finish does not overpower it, and it's hard to do sometimes, especially with the age. As long as they've done this, nineteen months, you'd think that oh my god, that long that that finish is just going to overpower the bourbon, and maybe because this is a high corn mash bill that it doesn't do that, but the. Two things you know, you don't notice that it's dickel, and the the finish does not overpower the yeah. bourbon. No, yeah. you're not tasting and, wine with bourbon. Any right. you're tasting bourbon with a little bit of the wine. Right, the that's the, those are the two things that I really noticed about this that that really stood out for me. And that that works with scotch. It works with any cast finished whiskey. Sometimes it's just they've done too much. Yes, you know, and some but yeah, well, some people like that. You know, they 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 want it to be more sherry than scotch. You know, okay, that if that's your thing, that's fine. But yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I want it to accentuate the whiskey, not replace it. Exactly. You want it. To, yeah, that's exactly it. In 19 months, I'm thinking, when I'm reading that, I'm thinking 19 months, I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's like way too long. But it's like going to be like it, overpowered, you know. When you taste it. Yeah, but when you taste it, that's not the, that's not what you have. You have a really beautiful, uh, you know, uh, whiskey here, bourbon here. So what do you more. think, Justin? I think that I do detect the typical dickel profile but i like it and i got the wine on the nose and in the end of the finish but it's not overpowering what did you think more i agree with you justin i thought it was uh, fairly well balanced and considering how long it's spent in those barrels you would expect it to be overpowering i'm not sure why they spent so long but nonetheless i think it's nicely balanced nicely yeah, made needed it you know there's there's nothing there's nothing wrong with this whiskey it's very well made all right, we'll be back. Hey, and we're back, and we are talking about the Pfeiffer Pavit Reserve bourbon from Bardstown Bourbon Company. So we're going to let Harm give us his thoughts, and we'll see what we rated this one. I've, I've been interjecting this whole time. Don't don't listen to my thoughts. You you guys have said everything there is to say. This is beautiful bourbon. What's our, what's our uh, rating, Bob? 
We're going to give this one four sips. There you go. That's classified. All right. So we're it's moving. pretty, and why is it not available in Florida yet, kids? No, it's not. It's come on, not actually out yet anywhere. Oh, so. it's, not, it's not anywhere. Okay. But well, now I don't feel so bad. There we're working on it. We're working on it. So bring we're it. We're going to have uh, Justin tell us about our next whiskey. Paul John Kanya. It's a hundred proof, fifty percent alcohol by volume. In the past shows, we reviewed several different expressions from the Paul John Distillery. We'll have some Paul John. Love it. From India, man. Oh, it's yeah. the best. This expression <laughs> called Kanya <laughs> is named after the sixth Indian zodiac sign, Harmit. No, the counterpart I, of Virgo. Yeah. Located yeah. in Goa, India. Astrology in any language is still BS. So forget about that. The Paul John Distillery has been making world-class whiskeys for a number of years. In the 2018 edition of Jim Murray's Whiskey Bible, Kanye received a rating of 96 points and won Asian Whiskey of the Year. Kanye is an unpeated whiskey made from 100% Him- Himalayan six-row barley and was aged seven years in first-fill bourbon barrels with only 1,500 bottles produced. That's why there's so few. I mean, you age it seven years and go up. There's about three inches left in that barrel. <laughs> no doubt. You're, you're never going to see like a 10 or 11 year old from, from those guys because there's just nothing left. I so. think that's where India hot comes from. Yeah. You think so? Hey, what'd you think? I got black licorice on the nose, which was an intense nose. And um, on the palate, I got caramel, vanilla, big spice. This is definitely a big whiskey or go home. Not a, not a mild one and the finish very pleasant but kind of short what did you think harm i think your uh your review is wrong and you should go home <laughs> <laughs> love it yeah no frank frank you're not you're not, <laughs> Tell you're, us. not you're not completely off it's just i don't think that's licorice what you're smelling there is that distinct characteristic six row barley and where they say it's made in the Himalayas or from the Himalayas, that's complete marketing BS. It's made in Punjab, northern India. It's like calling Oklahoma the foothills of the Rockies. You know, <laughs> we're still a while away from the Himalayas, but uh, it's it's a train ride. It's a train ride, but it's no, it's not licorice. Them waves. <laughs> it's not Why licorice. That is oh, the six row barley. That's that's you. grain. That's a cereal note, and it's gorgeous. And there's citrus. And you said pear. I didn't. You did. What did you say? Black licorice. Black licorice and something else. Black licorice and um, I want I want him to give him something. Caramel, vanilla. There, I'll give him caramel, vanilla. There you go. But I say pears. Oh yeah, and I definitely get pear. Peaches. Well, pears is the honey, predominant. Honey, I get it, I but I didn't malt, say it. Yeah, <laughs> pears is, is pears is the most predominant fruit yeah. on the whole thing. For you, yeah. pear. Yes, but it's that malt that's yeah. coming out for me. That beautiful malt. That's that's that six row barley, creamy mouthfeel, butterscotch. It's, and I don't think it's a short finish. It's medium long. Yeah, I'd say medium. Mm. Yeah, it's nice, long. nice lingering finish. Long. Yeah. I'll give you medium. Medium? Yeah. Um, maybe my palate's more sensitive than yours, Mark. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but no, I, I just love Suddenly, this everyone at the table got uncomfortable with Harmeet. Okay. Oh, man. He's a little more sensitive Sensitive today. on the palate. Yeah. <laughs> what did you, you think? <laughs> Anybody who's wearing blue chair, bay, rum... I, I this is a T-shirt I found that was clean, man. I, I had to put it right clean in the house. Oh my god! Maury, what did you think? How am I wrong uh, today? How am uh, I wrong today? No, I, I, I thought it was very well made. I thought it was delicious. I loved the spice. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely got the honey and the malt and the cereal notes, and I would agree with you, Harm. I did not think that that was licorice. I do think that it was more of the uh, cereal note from the six-row barley and uh, beautifully made whiskey. Uh, it was really delicious. All right. Well, we're going to give I wish they sent one. us a bigger sample. We're moving on because we're running late, so oh, we're yeah. going to give this one four sips. Sweet. That's classified. All right. Next up so is Herm, who's going to tell us a little bit about another one okay. of our We are running events. short on time, so I'm going to... Did every whiskey get four sips? Fast forward to this. No, 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 not really. No. All right. So this is the uh, Glenmorangie Altas, our, our next whiskey here. Hooray. It's, what? Hooray. Hooray. So Alta is um, the 10th private release from Glenmo. It's 102.4 proof, 51.2 ABV. It's the uh, the annual release they do. They started in 2010 with the Sonalta Got PX. It. And since then, they've released a different one. They've been hit or miss. Some of them are fantastic. I did, We didn't love every one. Sonalta PX. That Sonalta the PX is a, is a cult classic. Oh, yeah. I, I have every bottle in Florida. Oh, dude. The, I, I will fight you for them. So this is the 10th release. And Alta is Gaelic for wild. It's made with... <laughs> previously unidentified wild yeast that grows in Glenmo's own barley fields near their distillery. Using the local Cadbold barley, the new make spirit is matured in ex-bourbon barrels. The color is a pale gold. And the first thing you notice, this is a very different note from most uh, Glenmo scotch. It's not that big citrusy note that you get that Glenmo's normal distillate is. It is all about baking bread. This is like a buttery croissant to me. That wild yeast comes through and it is gorgeous. All I, I get is more. butter on the nose. Butter? It's like a butterball. It's nose. not just it's a just... butterball. There's there's this bread underneath there. This is a croissant, man. This is a buttery croissant with orange marmalade. I think somebody mentioned off the air raspberry, but I'm not getting the, the, that berry component so much. On the palate, that citrus fruit comes through, the vanilla, uh, just mandarin orange, I toffee. There's chocolate on the finish way back. I just I want more. And, and I'm done talking about it. Just bring me more whiskey. I'm gonna drink. Uh, Bob, you tell me what you think. Well, unfortunately, we got just a small media sample, not a whole bottle. <laughs> I've got five. A very cases. small sample. He, he, I wish I wish I'd known you didn't have more. I would have brought I would have brought more here today. And here's the thing: you should he's, have brought he's, the whole bottle. I hate to admit it. He's 100 percent right on the private editions that they come out with. You know, they've done ten of them so far, and some of them have just been earth shatteringly good. Some of them, have, you know, nothing's been bad. Nothing's I mean, been bad, but you know, just not nearly as great. This is my favorite one. I think. I think and this is better than the Sonalta PX. I'm gonna stick you <laughs> with a knife. <laughs> it's been years since I've tasted it, Bob. You've had some in the bar. We yes, I do. Open it up. Yeah, we bring it out. You in it? Are you nuts? Good Lord. Ten um, years ago, Bob. Ten years ago. I know. That's why I know I have the only ones left because I went to every dang store in the state of Florida hunting them. So, you know, gathering and mm-hmm. hoarding them like Gollum. <laughs> so, see, we're, 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 we're digressing again. Give us yeah. ratings. We've got to move. On this one, on the nose, yeah. Buttered bread. Scottish shortbread. I get a little bit of a raisiny note. I get that mandarin orange. Um, that citrus is their, their yeah. house style. Yeah. Which is which is interesting because here's the thing you know you always go well if you're inoculating with a proprietary yeast when you're distilling how do you know that some other yeast doesn't come in and actually affect it well you know when you when you pitch the yeast you're putting so much in it's it's basically it's taking over but perhaps that's why they do have that citrusy character because they're using the wild yeast around the distillery so you know this the idea behind was this was terroir. You know, you're getting terroir. You're getting it from the actual location where it's going. So maybe that's 
little bit. Their citrusy just, character comes from their their stills. They're the tallest in Scotland. That too. They've but, got their they've got those very tall. But this stills. might you know this might also contribute. No, this is this this yeast is all about that butter yeah. and bread, man. This is nice. But you know, definitely, you're getting. I get the vanilla. I get the citrus. I do get the dark sort of cocoa chocolate on the back palate and the finish. Uh, you know, this one is an absolutely lovely whiskey. Like we said, they've never had a bad one of these. I've had some that weren't as great as some of the others, but I'd put oh, this in the I, top. I, dude, I've I'd already put this in the top three. I've already drank two bottles. Yeah, this is this is awesome. Yeah, this is this, awesome. Is, this is nice. It's got a, you know, and it's got that whole creaminess to it when you when you start drinking it. Did you say and nice then, and scotch in the same sentence, Brian? Yes, you but, did. Right, but oh, there you go. At kids. the end, it's very dry. You know, and your finish is very dry because it's not sugar like your bourbon, right? But I'm saying <laughs> that when you you know when you talk about the creaminess of this, you know, and if somebody's expecting this creaminess and this and this long lasting, it's, it doesn't happen. It just gets to become very dry at the you know for your finish. I thought it had a cereal note on the end. I didn't really think it was dry. I thought it, it just had a lovely mouthfeel, just like 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 Hermit says, this buttery croissant in your mouth. It just sort of washes. Oh yeah, all palate. that is all that is right but on. I didn't, spot on. The palate, then, I didn't find the finish to be dry, and then I found it to be dry at the end. It's dry because you're a bourbon guy, and everything we drink from Scotland compared to what you drink, thank you, is, is dry. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's you're understood. Welcome. It's understood. <laughs> thank you. May I have another? <laughs> yeah. More. I mean, Justin, did you like it at all? I did. What what stood out about this spirit is texture. It reminded me of a nice velour sweater I had in high school. <laughs> beautiful floral notes. You remember, you remember coming nice to cocoa. America when Eddie Murphy was dressed up as the little white old Jewish guy in the in the velour sweater. That was yeah. me in middle what school. What is this? I had the same sweater. <laughs> oh yeah, it's well balanced. It's really good. Yeah. Maury, did you want to say anything, or we just give it a rating? Uh, I've said all I have yeah. to say. I just I thought it was great. He said all he has to say. Yeah. Man, that's a first. <laughs> mark that on the calendar. We still have another whiskey <laughs> after this. We have time. All right, yes. so we're going to give the Glenmore and Gialta four sips. Under protest. Well, I want to give it five. I want to give it five. It was a well-deserved four sips. Yeah, it was a when solid When Brett four. says four sips, this is a six. Yeah, the guy who doesn't drink scotch <laughs> is giving it four. You I said it was well-deserved four yeah. sips. All right. I mean, that's it was lovely. a higher four than all the other fours today. How's that? There all right, go. so we're going to go to our last one, and we're going to have Justin give us some information about that one. So we're talking about Westland Cask Exchange, Black Raven Brewery, 100 proof, 50% alcohol by volume, located in Seattle. Westland is another distillery that we have featured on the show in the past. Westland was founded in 2010 by Matt Hoffman and Emerson Lamb. Their first release came out in 2013, and their main product line consists of three main expressions, American Single Malt, Sherry Wood, and Peated Oak, and numerous limited releases. Working to create a distinctive American style of malt, they have used combinations of locally grown barley, American peat, and oak from the Pacific Northwest. This is their latest expression from their Cast Exchange series. Don't say that three times fast. Because you mispronounced cask? Yes, I did. (laughs) Westland's Cask Exchange is a series of single malt bottlings driven by demand for casks for by Washington brewers. Instead of selling these casks to local breweries, Westland prefers to loan casks to like-minded brewers from their region, For this expression, Westland worked with Black Raven Brewing and sent two ex-Westland casks, which were used to age Crike-style beer. 
Creek style beer and two ex bourbon casks, which were used to age a coffee stout. Once the casks were emptied, they were sent back to Westland and refilled with whiskey. On the nose, I got spice cake, vanilla, rich complex flavors, blackberry, and Mexican vanilla. It had a strange finish. It was like pepper and cardamom, but I kind of dug it. What did you think, Maury? I love how you, you interrupt him as he was taking a sip. <laughs> he waited. He just he kept, he waited. He's he waited. never been that wordy in his life. He just set him up. Yep. I thought it was an interesting whiskey. I thought it was one of the best things I've ever had from Westland. The I stuff like we had stuff, in the dude. past was was getting there, going the right direction, but needed maturity. This is a much more mature whiskey. I agree with you. It had some very interesting spice notes to it, especially some dark chocolate and hops on the finish. Uh, I thought it was well-made. I thought it was delicious. I think it's the best thing I've had from Westland. Yeah, for sure. That's what yeah, I said. This is so good. Well, what do you think, Brad? This is a dark chocolate malty beer. That's yep. the way I want to describe yeah. it. You know, that's the way, that's, that's the best way I want to describe it. And, and, and if that's your flavor profile, then run out and get this because that is exactly what this is a nice, dark chocolate malty beer. Uh, you know, a Ooh, stout that, yeah, yeah that, you know, that, that some people are absolutely going to love. There's, it's not, it's not my flavor there's profile. There's scotch out there finished in beer barrels. There's uh, uh, Irish that's finished in beer barrels. These guys outclass them. Well, this, this is American. I mean, they've they've made a product for a specific group of people, and it's going to hit for the, those people. Yeah. You know, there, there's a lot of people that love a, a nice malty beer. You know, with the hoppy beer and the dark chocolate. There's a lot of people that love that, and so getting putting that into this, you know, into the bourbon. This is uh, this is a great thing for them. But it comes through. You know, some of the other expressions, for example, the um, Jameson cask mates. You don't really get the beer. The IPA um, like cast is a disappointment. There's no IPA there. Right. The stout, and stout a little it's bit. It's better, but, but this, this really comes right, through. Right. I was trying this to say is, this without naming names, but thanks, Mark. That's good. Yeah. No, well, this one really this one really hits a target audience. You know, yeah. really. I mean, there's a big audience for this, for this, especially for this uh, I, product. I was doing you know? this. Bob, did, you get any, did anybody here at the table get the creek? That's the cherry. Uh, yeah. Cherry style beer. I didn't get the cherry. I got, got a chocolate. little bit of the cherry in the palate. I didn't get it in the nose. Um, on the nose, I got toasted almonds. I got chocolate. I got mm -hmm. that coffee. Seems like the the coffee stout came through mostly on the nose. Yeah, but I, didn't, I didn't. I was looking for that cherry. I didn't get the cherry. Yeah, no, I mean, I, no, I, I still cherry. got I still got the coffee stout on the palate, but the cherry sort of started coming a little bit right on the front tip of the tongue. Okay. Um, but again, I mean, a lovely whiskey, and that's that's the first thing I said is, you know, we, we've done their stuff a couple of years ago, and, and all we had to say is, wow, this stuff is really And it's going the right direction. Still it's going young, the right, right direction. These guys are going to be a force in a couple of years. And honestly, I think this is the best one I've had from them. You know, I, I, I need to go back and try the others because this is. Yeah, I want, I want to bring this well into done. the store. Like, are they coming to Florida yet? Well, it's, it's nice they're that they're here. making something oh, different. Here? I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I need to get this. I've seen it in your competitor stores. Oh, you know, man, they're, they, they are really setting themselves apart. It's like something different. It's like, okay, this is, you know, we have bourbon and this is something different than that. And they're really setting themselves up as being different to to make a name for themselves that way. Yeah. I mean, this is this is this is a really well done whiskey. And how many times do you get one that you just go, yeah, you know. It's interesting putting in the beer cast, but I'm not getting it. 
I'm either not getting the influence or 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 again, it's not doing anything for the whiskey. It's like Brent said with, you know, with the wine finish, it's just, I'm tasting beer. I'm not tasting whiskey. This accentuated it. So we're giving this one four sips. That's classified. Well, that's all the time we have for today. We hope you enjoyed this episode. You can catch all of our episodes where you found this one, as well as on terrestrial and satellite radio and online at iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, CBS Radio, Radio.com, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and pretty much any place you can listen to a podcast. The easiest way to find this show on your phone is to ask Alexa, Siri, or whoever the lady is that answers when you talk to it, play podcast, sip, says, and smokes. We love your feedback. You can reach us online at info at sipsidesandsmokes.com. Our tasting notes flow out on Twitter every day at Smokes, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You'll also be able to interact with the thousands of other fans on those social media platforms. You can also check us out on Instagram at Smokes or at MadeManBob. Seriously, I didn't know we had an Instagram. Really? Oh yeah. Oh man, I gotta get caught up with your oh, yeah. your you young folks and your Our social most media. recent ad for the uh, Sarasota Whiskey Obsession Festival had eighty one thousand hits. So. Sweet. <laughs> Do us a favor and take the time to rate this episode. It's a big help to us, and uh, we get to see your feedback as well. So I want to thank our co-hosts. Thank you, Brent. It's always a pleasure to be here. I think I won the white elephant gift tonight. Thank you, Maury. Thank you, Bob. Another interesting day in the basement. Thank you, Justin. Thank you so much, Bob. And thank you, Harm. You know, Bob, I was resentful about coming here and being dragged out here so late in the night. But thank you, man. This The whiskeys today just made up for it. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I don't even mind being here in the basement with you guys. It's not hard to make up for the decor in the basement. I know. Well, for Sips, Suds, and Smokes, this is Main Man Bob. And we thank you for joining us. Remember, life is too short to drink bad whiskey. That's right. Remember, you used to say life was too short to g- drink cheap whiskey. I, I had to correct you every time. I have no problem with cheap whiskey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there's good cheap whiskey. So long as it's still Old Forester, that's cheap yeah. whiskey, and that's really good stuff. You know, it's, it's great. been a one tan hand production of sip suds and smokes a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life from the dude in the basement studios your host the good old boys will see you all next time